0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy G.D. In this episode, I'll be doing my week 13 recap, talking about all that went on, guys. MLK Day, we'll talk about those games. We'll also talk about the passing of a beloved assistant coach with Golden State. We will also talk about a couple of trades that went down, guys, so we'll put a nice bow on that as well. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, it's your boy G.D. back with the All Things Basketball with G.D. podcast. And we're going to do our week 13 recap, everything that transpired in the NBA and so forth. So let us get right into it, guys. So, of course, we always start with our players of the week. And in the Eastern Conference, Joel Embiid. Of the Philadelphia 76ers. His team went 4 and 0. They beat the likes of the Houston Rockets. They did that on MLK Day. And back to back, they played the following day, Denver Nuggets, with of course Nikolai Jokic in that squad. And then later in the week, they went to Orlando, beat them, went to Charlotte, and beat them as well. So, Joel Embiid, man, there's no slowdown in this guy. points per game, 8.5 rebounds, 5 assists, and about 1.3 blocks and steals for the week. And oh, by the way, when he had the back-to-back, he scored 41 in each of those games. So, Joel Embiid not slowing down one bit. MVP caliber basketball. He shot at 54.5% from the field. He took 14 threes on the week. But made five and he was about 91% from the free throw line. The guy is automatic from there. He took 55 attempts, made 50. So that's the kind of play that Embiid is showing out there. So Joel Embiid, an absolute beast last year, year before that. And the saga continues. So Joel Embiid, player of the week for the Eastern Conference. And then in the West, Kevin Durant of the Phoenix Suns, his team went 3-0 and for the week. They beat Sacramento, went on the road to New Orleans and beat them. And then they beat Indiana as well in a game where Kevin Durant dropped 40. And the crazy thing about the 40 points he dropped, he had no free throw attempts. So Kevin Durant just balling for the week. He averaged 31 points per game, 6.3 rebounds, a little over two assists, and over two blocks a game as well, guys. Shooting it from the field, 60%, amazing. Shot it from three-point range, 47.8, you like that. And he was perfect from the free throw line, although he only attempted 10 free throws for the week. But Kevin Durant, looking healthy, looking good, guys. So Kevin Durant, Player of the Week for the Western Conference. MLK Day was January 15th. 11 games played that day, guys, including Atlanta. They always get a home game because that's the place where Martin Luther King dwelled. His church is there, so they'll always get that home game. And they end up beating the San Antonio Spurs that day. 109-99. 109-99. Then you had a marquee matchup later in the evening. The Lakers taking on the Oklahoma City Thunders. The Lakers at Crypto, and they won that game, 112-105. to Thus, snapping a four-game win streak for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who I've been talking about. They've been playing well. And then the nail-biter for that day, guys. The Miami Heat goes to Barclays Center. Facing the Brooklyn Nets and they beat them in overtime 96 to 95. And that's like one of those scores from the 90s where none of the teams got to 100 and they went to overtime. Go figure. But Miami squeezes out a win there. And then also on MLK Day, Draymond Green. Remember I told you he was reinstated. He actually made his debut back following the suspension on MLK Day when his team went to Memphis and they actually lost that game. 116-107. to 107, A game that I watched. And this was a Memphis team that was very shorthanded, guys. Remember, job ja Morant out for the season. Desmond Bain, he has that injury where he's going to miss four to six weeks. So they were very shorthanded that day, guys. But Memphis pulls out the win. Draymond in his return played 24 minutes. Seven points, seven rebounds, four assists, and one steal. So, Draymond Green officially back, guys. So, we'll see how he does. We'll see how he conducts himself and so forth. But, Draymond Green back for the Golden State Warriors. Speaking of the Golden State Warriors, bad news for them. Their assistant coach, Dijon Milovic, He had a heart attack while attending a private dinner between some of the players and the coaches. And this was in Utah because they had a game in Utah to play. He was rushed to the hospital and he passed away, guys. He had a heart attack and he passed away at the age of 46. This was his third season with the Golden State Warriors as an assistant coach. He was there for their 2022 championship guys, so he was there. He worked with the likes of Nikolai Jokic. This was before Jokic even played in the league. He was coaching then. He coached in Europe for eight years. He also coached the likes of Ivica Zubat and a few others as well. And he also worked with the bigs over there in Gold State as well, guys like Kevon Looney. And... Himself as a player, he was a 6'7", 240-pound power forward, so his specialty was working inside and so forth. This is what he did as a player. He won three consecutive MVPs in the Adriatic League overseas, and that was in 2004, 2005, and then 2006. He always emphasized to his players to enjoy the game and not treat it as a job. And he also had stints as a summer league assistant coach for franchises like the Atlanta Hawks, the San Antonio Spurs, the Houston Rockets, before being hired by the Golden State Warriors. And this is a statement from Steve Kerr concerning his passing. We are absolutely devastated by Dijon's sudden passing. This is a shocking and tragic blow for everyone associated with the Warriors. An incredibly difficult time for his family, friends, and all of us who had the incredible pleasure to work with him. That's from Coach Steve Kerr. And then Adam Silver, the commissioner, had this statement that he put out. The NBA mourns the sudden passing of Golden State Warriors assistant Coach Dijon a beloved colleague and dear friend to so many in the global basketball community in addition to winning the 2022 nba championship in his first season with the warriors and mentoring some of the best players in the world dijon had a decorated international playing career and was a distinguished head coach in his native serbia our heartfelt condolences go out to his wife natasha Their children, Nikolai and Masa, and the Warriors organization during this tragic time. And that's from Commissioner Adam Silver. And a myriad of other players have put out tweets and so forth. Guys like Luka Doncic and others. Tremendous blow to the Golden State organization. And we send condolences and well wishes to his family and to the organization and those who knew him best. And the Golden State Warriors ended up postponing the game in Utah, obviously. And then the Friday game against Dallas, they postponed that as well to be played a later date. We'll see when the schedule makers put those games back into play. So, let us gently move on here. Uh, We had a couple of trades in the NBA, guys. Detroit and Washington, they had a trade. Detroit gets forward Danilo Gallinari and forward slash center Mike Muscala. They go to the Detroit Pistons in exchange for Marvin Bagley III and Isaiah Livers plus two second round picks as well. So Marvin Bagley on the move yet again. This was a guy picked second overall in his draft. And he seems like he's bounced around a bit. Started out in Sacramento. Ends up at Detroit. Now here he is in Washington. Hopefully he can kind of resurrect his career, so to speak. Possibly with the Wizards. Danilo Gallinari, a player who's on the... Probably last few legs of his career uh, going over to Detroit. And the big trade, Pascal Siakam, finally being traded, guys. I had talked about the possibility of that when I spoke about the O.G. Ananobi trade. I knew he would probably be on the move next, and they do so. And he ends up with the Indiana Pacers, guys. Didn't see this one coming, that's for sure. The Pacers acquire him and exchange. Toronto gets Bruce Brown, the swingman that they got in free agency from the Denver Nuggets. Jordan Nara, they get guard Kyra Lewis, who actually is coming via the New Orleans Pelicans. Toronto also gets two 2024 second round picks from Indiana and a conditional. 2026 first round pick from Indiana oh and Indiana also gets along with Pascal Siakam a future second round pick via the Pelicans what do the Pelicans get in all of this this just puts them below the luxury tax threshold so they don't even get any players out of the deal but Pascal Siakam Goes on the move. He goes to a promising young Pacers team. Indiana Pacers get a guy who has championship pedigree, won the championship with them. Played eight seasons with the Toronto Raptors. This season, he averaged over 22 points per game, over six rebounds, and nearly five assists. Those numbers are down, guys, because of the emergence of Scotty Barnes over there. So that's why you see kind of a dissipation in his numbers. He's a two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA player, and he was a most improved player in 2018-19 season. And this is a guy who, he's going to be a help to that team, that's for sure. Like I said, he brings the championship experience He's a guy you could slot next to a Miles Turner. And you got a guy like Tyrese Hollyburton feeding you and setting you up. So a uh, very good move for Pacers. We'll see if this elevates them because they're like in that glut of teams in the East that's kind of lumped together. So having a guy like Siakam, maybe you can start to move the needle a little bit in terms of rising up in the standings. So good move for Indiana. I must say that. For Toronto... Toronto seems like they're just gaining pieces. They're getting draft picks out of this as well. So seem like they're building for the future. So and all rumblings say that they could flip Bruce Brown, come to trade deadline. So we'll see what happens there. Nonetheless, Toronto seemed like they're in kind of a rebuilding mode over there. So that guys, that's your trades that went down for the week. And then one last news item I want to cover. Adonis Haslam has his number 40 jersey retired by the Miami Heat. He becomes the sixth player to have their jersey retired by the Miami Heat. The other five, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Tim Hardaway, Shaquille O'Neal, and Alonzo Mourning. And Pat Riley already said, when LeBron retires, his jersey too will be retired over there. Let's talk about... Haslam's career over there. He was a three-time champion with them. Played a important role in those championships. He played 20 years over there, guys. He averaged 7.5 points per game, 6.6 rebounds. He shot it from the field, nearly 49% from the free throw line, 75.6%. He's a Miami native. He went undrafted, guys. You know Pat Riley, he has a knack for picking up these undrafted guys and working them into this system here between himself and Eric Spolstra. Adonis Hassam has his jersey retired, which led, (laughs) so what happened was they posted it online. Someone had posted earned, not given, which led your friend and mine, Paul Pierce, to reply that it was given and not earned. So, this leads me to the question. Adonis Haslam. You see the career numbers. They're not eye-popping. He never made an all-star game. He never made an all-defensive team. Not any of those accolades whatsoever. So, did Miami do the right thing in retiring his jersey? You know, I guess it's a matter of choice for each franchise to do so. They felt he was a guy who was an integral part of that team. For the last five years or so, I think the number was 65 games that he played within five years. So he was just a guy who was mentoring the young guys and so forth. And, you know, people were just, you know, making jokes about it that they were surprised he was still on the roster, this and that. Case could be made. This guy's holding up a roster spot for somebody who could come in there and play. You have that argument. But, again, my bigger question is, did Miami do the right thing in retiring this man's jersey? And to them, they feel they did so. And then I looked at the guys whose careers kind of parallel his. Guys like Josh Smith, guys like Danny Manning, Orlando Woolridge. I don't think that's a fair comparison. I would rather go with a person who had longevity with their team had some modicum of success with their team. And I can only think of two guys. One is Jeff Foster, who his career pretty much mirrors. Jeff Foster played 13 seasons with the Indiana Pacers. Would Indiana ever retire Jeff Foster's jersey? I strongly doubt that. But the other guy was Freddie Brown of the Seattle Supersonics, you know, when they had the team. And they actually retired his jersey. Freddie Brown never made an all-star team. He was a guy who came off the bench, three-point specialist, and he had longevity with the Seattle Supersonic. And they actually retired his jersey. He was a part of that championship team that won the championship in 1979. So I guess, again, I, I guess I'll say it's up to the franchise. I hear you, Paul Pierce, I hear you, but if the franchise deems a guy worthy of hanging their jersey in the Raptors, who are we to say? So that's where I'll just leave that at. With that said, that is it, guys. That is it for this week. Uh, The following week looks to be a busy week. We'll get the all-star starters. We'll get to see who that is. We can chew on that. We can chew on possible reserves. A lot of scoring that took place last week. We'll talk about that as well. A big game in women's college basketball. I want to talk about that also. So, a lot of ground to cover. We'll get to it all. So, yeah, probably some other tidbits as well. So, once again, guys, I thank you for listening. Your listenership, always appreciated. Always welcome. Feedback, we welcome feedback, guys. Either on the website, on YouTube. On Apple, you can give reviews and so forth. Hit the like button on YouTube and all those sort of things. All right, guys. With that said, thank you for listening, and we'll talk soon. Take care. Hello, my peeps. Thank you for listening and supporting the All Things Basketball with GD podcast. You can find us on our website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You could also email us at that dude, gd gmail.com Also listen and watch us on YouTube All Things Basketball GD Hit the like button when you see our videos Also write a blurb about our show You can listen to us on all podcast platforms Including Spotify and Apple Leave a review for us at Apple On the website you can support us By hitting the buy me a coffee button Support on anchor button or donate on PayPal. You can also support us by our Cash App, GD That Sports Dude. Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting the show, and do take care.